You have tuned in for another episode of Pastors of Pain. I'm Father Brian O'Brien, joined by my co-host and the magnificent one. That was I supposed to say? No, I wasn't. Uh, Father Kerry Wakulich, pastor of St. John Catholic Student Center, not the magnificent one. We uh, are the pastors here in Stillwater, Oklahoma, coming to you. Uh, on uh, the radio. Oh, is that, on, is that what this is? On Pete, <laughs> dee 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 on Pete 94.3 uh, and AM 780 every Sunday morning, right. 9.30, on your dial here in glorious, beautiful... Uh, uh, I'm sorry, what? What else do we say about this good old place? Oh, Spotify. We're on uh, Spotify? We're also on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, and and uh, uh, You can catch us SoundCloud? there. So uh, last week I was home. I was in Houston visiting my parents. And I actually listened to the show on the live stream. Uh, It was like I had mass at 11 o'clock at my home parish. And so it was like 9.50. And I was like, oh, man, the show's on. Whoa, so you were bi-locating? I was here in the studio with you and you were bi-locating to Houston? This is not a live show. Wait, it's not? Because I mean, pe- because Mama does, Frost, does Mama anyone, Frost in California thinks it's a live show. Does anyone out there think it's a live show? I, I have not. so duped her. I hope not. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so I listened to it, and it was it was sounded really really good. And it even said like on my computer, it said like Pastors of Pain. Did it have our little logo so on proud. there I with a star? And I wept. A single, the red dirt ranchero of Stillwater. A single tear. tear, like the emoji tear that a runs down. Tear came down my face. Beautiful. When I when I look at looked at all we had accomplished. Oh, what? And then, and then this is the best part. Uh-huh. When I was uh, after mass, I celebrated mass at my home parish, which is uh, uh, I, I would put up for the longest name of any Catholic church in America: Saints Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, Friends of Jesus Catholic Church. <laughs> so I celebrated the eleven o'clock mass, and then I saw like some people, you know, people I grew right. up with, and my old like youth minister, my sixth grade CCD teacher, and ex girlfriends. Uh, there no? were not. There were no ex girlfriends. Yeah. At that at that mass. Oh, okay. Well, um, I think they all moved away. <laughs> uh, but anyway, and several of them said, "Oh, I love we love the podcast. We love the podcast." They were all old people too. Right? No, one of them was like our age. Oh, really? Yeah. You mean thirty? <laughs> oh, wait. Are we? We're not in our. 30s. We are different ages now. <laughs> yeah, you're a year older than. We're me. in the. We're in the. So Father Carrie and I are. We're born two months apart. But we're he, we're twins. We were born two months apart. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> And so there's this period of time where I am, I am now 43, and I am 42, and, and 42. I hold it over your head for. Um, although he looks older. What? Wait, wait, I know wait. You wait, can't wait. see him if you're just listening to us on the radio. But if you know Father Kerry, Google, Google a picture of Father Kerry and a picture of me, <laughs> and you'll and ask just ask yourself in the quiet of your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Who looks older? I was I was told silver was in now. People are paying big money for this. A girl the other day. Are you paying big money for this? Well, uh, it's stress equity. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is. It is the stress of college life. It's being friends with you that's caused a lot of this. It's the traffic in Stillwater. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, the Red Dirt Riviera is. I mean, it's mayhem. <laughs> just, is that a new? I'm just coming up with names for uh, all. all also Stillwater, known as Oklahoma, the Red, Red Dirt, Dirt Riviera, because <laughs> we're on the Cimarron, the Cimarron River. River. It's right yeah. down the road here, the Cimarron River. Oh I feel like gosh, I'm yelling right that. now. I'm the excited. We're just excited. The Red we're excited. Dirt Ranchero. You know why we're excited? Because it's Advent. Is it? It is. I was putting on purple, and uh, I, I forgot what it was. Here is the best thing about this. You ready for this? Uh, 
I one of the one of the one of the most important decisions I made as the uh, new pastor here in Stillwater you was uh, to change uh, the uh, coffee and donuts uh-huh. on Sunday morning. Okay. So before I got here, and this is no knock on anyone else, I think it was a budget move, but we were buying Walmart donuts and Folgers coffee. Oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! I still buy those at St. John. Okay, well, and that's why no one comes to church. Oh, <laughs> they've abandoned the Lord uh, Jesus because. And so when I learned that we were buying, you know, boxed donuts and. I don't really drink coffee, so I don't really know, okay. but everyone tells me Folgers is kind of... Uh. Whoa. Easy. Shots fired. So we started ordering donuts from Red Rock Bakery, oh, local. Okay. They're good. Local. They right? are good. Trying to you know, keep it local. And then we started getting yeah. our coffee from Mystic Monk. Mystic Monk are these monks in Wyoming. Is this an advertisement you're doing? Are you getting some kickbacks that I'm not getting? No. Hashtag I'm Mystic Monk, the best coffee okay, in Wyoming. So let me fast forward. Okay. This Sunday... This Sunday, today, when this is airing, the donuts mm-hmm. at St. Francis Xavier are going to be purple. Shut up. Are you serious? Dominate. To just, dom- I am dominating the world of being a pastor. To just reinforce that. All you priests out there. Icing or sprinkles? Oh, I don't even know. I think, they're gonna, I think it's going to be purple icing. Really? Because it's Advent. Okay. And we so you're going to do this all of Advent? I think so. And then maybe for the third Sunday of Advent, Gaudete Sunday. Rose? We'll maybe have rose-colored donuts. Anyway, if if you need a reason to come to Mass, it should be for the Lord Jesus. Yes, and? and to be with his people and to and, hear the word of God. Uh-huh, and? But if, if it is an Advent-colored donut that gets you out of bed, I'm okay with that. <laughs> More power to you. So wait, wait, come. wait. Okay, let me, let me ask you this. Are they Advent-colored donuts or are you secretly rooting for K-State? I'm not rooting for K-State. I think you are by your purple and silver no, donuts. No, and my arch, arch rival in high school was Humble High School, and they were purple. And so we never wore purple. Except in Advent and Lent. Which I was not a priest in high school. so <laughs> You were not a and priest. And my knowledge of the liturgical colors was quite limited. Wait, why Why is school. it purple? I mean, why do we yeah, change yeah. the purple during the season of Advent? Yeah, so we're coming out of, ordina- we're out of ordinary time. Ordinary mm-hmm. time, we wear green. Yeah, Christ the King, white. Christ the King, Gold. Sunday last week was white. Silvers. Uh, you know, big feast days, uh, Easter, Christmas. Yeah. Uh, the, the, if it's a saint who was not a martyr, we wear white. If it was a martyr, we wear red. Yeah. If it's Pentecost, uh-huh. we wear red. Good Friday, we wear red. Okay. Uh, so what's up with purple? What, y- or you violet. Know, did you see the uh, the magazine with You're the turning the, violet, violet, the vestments, and there was blue in there. Blue where? Blue vestments. Where? There was like some magazine that was selling blue vestments, oh. as if I think it, blue vestments are not allowed in the United States. They're they're only allowed under rare circumstances, and it's like an indult because of the diocese of uh, because you were a diocese connected with somewhere in Spain oh, yeah, back they in like the, the 1500s. They like the blue over there. For the Blessed Virgin Mary. So blue is yeah, a color of Mary. And blue is not a liturgical color. Come on, crikeys. Crikeys. But Don't get him is. started. I know. Purple is. Okay, so purple so, is... So yeah, why? So, why? So, what, when what? people come to Mass this weekend or all of Advent, they're going to see a lot of purple. They're going to see a lot of purple. What is going on there? Uh, purple. Well, it's the old school. It's royalty. Like the royal people wear purple because of uh, in we, the Ju- in the Jewish royalty? world. In the Jewish world, the priests wear purple on his vestments 
to symbolize the sea. So there was different colors on the liturgical vestments of the priests, and each of them was for different things of the world, uh, and purple was for the sea. Okay. Do they know that the sea is blue? But it was for something of the sea. Oh, okay. I haven't got like to that yet. Like a sea urchint? Uh, it's probably where they got the purple from, oh, which was oh, that, okay. Okay. that sea creature it. that like- I'm picking uh, up what you're okay. putting down. Now, in Lend, purple is for penance. To remind us of a time of penance, uh, you know they uh, they took out the uh, the purple cloak uh, from the praetorium and put it over Jesus uh, as the symbol of the uh, uh, as the high priest purple garment. They were doing it to mock him. They're doing it to mock him as a Jewish you king. You think you're the king of the Jews? Here you go. Yeah. We'll take this thing. It's interesting that Pontius Pilate kept that. The governor kept it locked up. There was a history lesson I, I was reading a book about that that vestment. But then purple, why do we wear it? We wear it as a tie, as a reminder as as penance and fasting. And so if we do that during Lent, what does that mean during Advent? Is Advent Are you saying that Advent is a time of penance? Okay. So I'm a Byzantine Catholic. I'm a Greek Ukrainian. You know that. We should. We need to do a show on I, that. I know. So, that's confusing to people. Yeah. And some people are like, "Are you Orthodox?" I said, "No. I'm a priest of the Eparchy of Saint Nicholas out of Chicago on permanent loan to the diocese." You of just Tulsa. you just used a new word that many people are now looking at. Saint up. Nicholas? No, Eparchy. Oh yes, the Eparchy of we'll Saint Nicholas. That uh, that's in another, some other story. show. And this season, they call like. Christmas Lent, or and there's a big fast that goes with it that started Did in you November. Just say Christmas Lent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now you're messing. Now you're just messing with people. What uh, is that? So, okay, so there is this time of year which in the Latin Church we call Advent, which means like adveniria. I failed Latin twice, but in the same word in Spanish, advenir is like venga. Venir, to like come, come yeah. to come here, come here, come here. You're like venga, aquí, venga aquí, Padre O'Brien, and you're like, si, estoy aquí. Okay, okay <laughs> I digress. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. is the arrival, the arrival of of the Lord, and so in the Latin Church, there's those that we call them like kind of like the three or four arrivals. When you go back to the fathers of the church, they talk about the arrival of the Lord at the incarnation, the the <laughs> arrival of the Lord at his nativity in Bethlehem, the arrival of Jesus when we receive him in Holy Communion in the Eucharist, and his arrival on the last day when he comes to judge of the living and the dead by fire. That's many many ways in which Jesus arrives. Yeah, yeah. They talk about like three ways the church fathers do, but you could also talk about that fourth way about the incarnation, and that's uh, what the two worlds of the East and the West. So you know, John Paul II wrote. He says we breathe with two lungs, both East and West. And in the West, we're anticipating the arrival, and in the East, it's the incarnation. The Word becoming flesh and dwelling among us, and so this time. Uh, I think it's like November 14th or 15th is when the, it was called the Nativity Fast. It's 40 days. And it goes. Like Lent. Yeah, it's Lent. It's li- like like Lent of purification, fasting, prayer, and almsgiving. And foods too. Drink, laughter, music, all those things. I'm fasting from laughter. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. I was looking at your face. No more laughing. I started laughing. No laughing till Christmas. Oh, okay. Um, so it's, are you, are, which, are you trying to tell me that it's not Christmas yet? Well, I, 
Um, yeah, there's a because like, it seems I've been driving around. I was uh, just this past week. I've, I made a quick trip over to Tulsa for yeah. this meeting of the Hispanic Apostolate. Oh yeah, which is wonderful. You know, we got some we got some Spanish speakers going. Yeah, and um, and I what went, was the wondering I should appear? I went to a re- uh, restaurant, Vietnamese restaurant. Ooh, ooh, let me guess, it was, was delicious. It, funny? it was funny. Oh, not bad. Twenty first and Garnett, check it out yeah. if you're in Tulsa. Uh, and it was awesome, except for the fact that. Um, there was Christmas music. What what was the song playing? Uh, yesterday was um, I'm confusing because I was somewhere. Where was I? It was somewhere else, and they were playing the In Sync song. Backstreet Boys. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. <laughs> you owe me some. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know. Anyway. Okay. Were you? Upset? But I was like, okay, were you upset number, about that song playing particularly? No, like, I like that, that song. Your day that I like that song. That's actually a catchy. That's a catchy song. Happy. We should do a Merry a, Christmas, a Lent and Christmas album. You Merry and me. Merry Christmas, boop, 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 Merry boop, Christmas, oh, yeah. Happy Holidays. Not yet. Um, but <laughs> then I was I I came to my senses after I was like, ooh, this song has a you know hip happening beat. Uh, yeah. And I thought, okay, one, still November. Two, still ordinary time. Not even Advent. Yeah. And the Christmas music has begun. So, are you on a rant, or are we? No, I'm not to ranting. Are, are I ranted just... last time. I ranted last time. What is? I just what... want people to know it's not Christmas yet. What I act what... like it. Okay. Okay. I just ranted. Now okay. I'm, I'm done. Act... What would you like to say? What, 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 uh, well, I like to say what I think we're missing out on is this beautiful season of Advent or Christmas Lent or the Nativity Fast, because we have this awesome opportunity to spend this liturgical season praying, fasting, giving alms, and waiting for the arrival of the Lord and saying to ourselves during this awesome uh, season of Advent or the 40-day nativity fast, what am I preparing my life for? Because we, like, at the end of November and all of those readings, if we ignored them, they were like, the apocalypse, that yeah. one from uh, it was last Tuesday, and it was uh, it was the uh, the reading for the book of the Apocalypse, where it says also it, known as Revelation. Yeah, and it's the angel coming to cut the grapes of the harvest, and there is this harvest of grapes that are the fruits of the saints. He came with his sharp sickle. Yeah, and then there's now the last line from that reading. It says they cut the grapes. Go ahead, read it. Read it. He threw it. Into the great wine press of God's fury. <laughs> and just that That'll wine, get you. That wine you press of rolling that uh, big stone and crushing those grapes. Have we ignored that? Is the church set aside yeah, we a time don't like of season? To think about the, Is the church the set aside a time of season for us to like, hey, how am I preparing for the Lord's arrival when he comes to judge the living and the dead by fire? When, you know, am I presenting these really great fruits? The fruits of the spirit, or am I prevent, uh, prevent, <laughs> presenting to the Lord sour grapes? Ooh. Which one am I yeah. bringing the Lord? Yeah. And so Advent is that time to stop and say, okay, collaborate and listen. <laughs> what? What? You're making me laugh. I'm trying to fast from laughing. Oh well, fast from laughter. I can't stop laughing at your face. <laughs> <laughs> So what are we? 
what are we doing? What are we doing to prepare for the arrival of the Lord? And when he comes to us in the, the Holy Eucharist, how are we prepared? Now, I have to, I'm going to, uh, this weekend I'm giving a little teaching mass, and I want to talk to the students about uh, receiving Holy Communion in the state of mortal sin. Ooh, tell me. It's lost. Like that whole teaching yeah. of receiving Holy Communion in the state of mortal sin has been lost. Yeah, everyone just, just like, yeah, just like comes. we're like it's some sort of great privilege that I immediately have access to, and there's no examination of my life. There's no examination of what I've done and what I've failed to do. Yep. Uh, and am I receding the the Lord of Heaven and Earth into my my body, my mind, my heart, and my soul? And are they prepared to receive Him wow. when the Lord comes? Uh, <laughs> like the gospel for the Sunday, it says. And they were all, what was it? Uh, it was like distraught by fright. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's what the, the gospel this week too, Luke Luke uh, talks about that we must be, we must be vigilant. We must be vigilant mm. to be, we must be ready uh, for, should, the, should, the, should, should Jesus come? Are, are you ready? Uh, is your life in order? Uh, are your priorities where they should be? Yeah, um, that's that's the that's the big question of Advent, uh, and so I think our encouragement is is mm, like, yeah. don't let's not rush to Christmas. I think a lot of times we people get to Christmas and they're like, oh gosh, I'm so sick of Christmas. <laughs> and in the liturgical calendar, the liturgical year which starts today, really cri- right. Christmas. Starts Christmas. Christmas Day starts Christmas. And the 12 days of Christmas yeah. my true love gave to me. We should do a we should do a show on why on partridges and pear trees. Oh, we should do a show uh for Christmas that week right before Christmas, before it starts the 12 days yeah. about like the awesome hidden stuff. Oh, there's good stuff there. Like why candles why? What? Wh- why do we cut down trees outside and bring them in our house? That's that, the, the great, yeah, the, the great so- Jim Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> he says, "Let's let's let's cut down this tree and put it inside. Let's take these lights and put them outside." <laughs> these Saudi Arabian guys that uh, were helping do some volunteer, they had to do volunteer work at a five hundred one z three at the University of Tulsa, and they said, "Father, uh, we we don't understand why you bring trees from the outside and put them inside." And I'm it's like, actually a fair point. Be, because th- it was the very first time to see Christmas, and they were baffled. <laughs> so, y- yeah, you Jim can- Gaffigan says it's more of the uh, it's more of the behavior of a drunk man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the behavior of a drunk man. Well, you know what? That line from that gospel, the opposite of the word vigilant. If you look at how Luke writes that reading from this Sunday. The opposite of the vigilant, it says, is the drunkard, and the word that oh the hey. wor- yeah so they're paired the words are paired up because right before the word drunkard is body theosin body theosin body theosin which in the English translation is. Let not let your mind become what drowsy. So this is Luke twenty one that you're going to hear this week. Uh, the end of it is like verses thirty four and following. Beware that your hearts do not become drowsy from carousing and drunkenness, and the anxieties of daily life. And that day catch you by surprise like a trap. 
For that day will assault everyone who lives on the face of the earth. Be vigilant at all times and pray that you have the strength to escape the tribulations that are imminent and to stand before the Son of Man. Yeah, so you see how Luke like pairs those two so against vigilant, the opposite? Vigilant versus drunkenness. Vigilant versus drunken. Yeah, when you're drunk, you are not aware. You are not in a place to love well. Right. Uh, or be coherent like yeah. a, a certain quarterback from OU who, remember, it was where oh, <laughs> he got leave, ran down by the cops in Arkansas? Yes. <laughs> He's... Uh, Okay, we'll leave him out but of this. But this word, this, it's interesting we that wish word. Him well. Yeah, body, body theosin is what we translate it for drowsy, but the way it's translated in in Greek is uh, the word dull. Let your mind not become oh. dull, like not shiny or brilliant with drunkenness. Isn't that how we so often go through life, though? Just oh, that was another day. Well, that yeah. was another day. Uh, when we're not. When I think when we don't have a really strong prayer life, our our minds can be dull. When we get into I think bad habits, yeah, you know, I, and I, I I've thought of this of like you know I've, there's just been times in life where you know, all right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna watch TV for a few minutes, you know, and then two hours later it's like okay, what YouTube okay, wow yeah or people do that yeah you're scrolling through videos and. Um, that our minds are, are are dulled by that. We need and we need to be kind of awake now. So yeah, imagine like you're you know you're watching just Facebook video after YouTube video after TV show. You know Netflix streaming, Snapchat. Um, you know, and then like the fire alarm goes off. Like you're gonna stop watching the show. <laughs> you're gonna be awoken, awaken. You're mm-hmm. gonna be woke, as the kids yeah. would say, to to this new you know you're to this new surrounding. Um, that's I think what we want Advent to be is yeah. an awakening. Wake up people because Jesus is coming. And in all of those different ways, yeah, right? he's going to arrive in his birth, yeah. in his, in the conception and in the birth, which by the way, interestingly, right? December 25th, Christmas day, nine months before March the 25th is the, what? we celebrate the annunciation. No way. It's true. Well, I knew that. It's true. I but I think maybe a lot of people don't always yeah, put yeah. that together. March 25th, the Annunciation, when the angel came to Mary and said, you will conceive and bear a son. And she said, fiat, let it be done unto me according to thy word. And then nine months later, baby, that's how it works. I wonder if he cried. Yeah, I know the original sin. Jesus cried. Well, I guess. Crying is not a sin. Well, he's got a hu- he has, does have a human nature. Yeah, so crying is not he's a sin. He's got an empty Baby's stomach, crying. so the empty stomach would then... Um, suffer the loss of food, so therefore yeah, it would cause a crying. pain. <laughs> yeah, plus there are all those animals around smelly. Oh, seriously, man. Yeah, that, it's it's a beautiful time just to. I think you you hit that. Prepare vigilance. Yeah. Get ready. Wake up. You you. I think you hit it right on the nail on the head. You said that this is that season to remove those things because we go through life just dull, and the church says stop. Let's let's get this dull mind, this wobbliness, the drowsiness, the yeah. drunkenness. Even if it's just like carousing. Even if it's just drunkenness of just like you know tryptophan hangovers. Maybe it's the drunkenness of like uh, last minute unproductive things. Maybe it's the drunkenness of just you know 
just shopping, 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 shopping. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, uh, and just thinking about all those things. Because what does that do? That then just dulls the mind and prevents it from doing what it's made to do, yeah. which is to think about these things. If you're asking kind of the big questions of life, if you're thinking about your own death, if you're thinking, what, what is my life about? Like, don't go to the mall. <laughs> right? Now, malls are, malls are fine, whatever. Don't go to malls, Amazon. Malls have, malls have their purpose. But, like, you don't, you don't say, I'm going to contemplate the big questions of life and, and that God took on flesh. Yeah. To the mall. No. Let's go. No, no. No, no. Where, that, where, those, where those conversations should take place is in the liturgy and mm-hmm. in the quiet of our hearts. The reading of the scriptures. The reading of the scriptures. Take each of those scriptures. Like this Sunday's reading, it's like, oh, man. okay, this Sunday's reading, if you didn't, like, if you didn't stop and, and, and listen to it, you're like, oh, well, it's ever, the world, the culture is telling me it's Christmas. Christmas. Do they know it's Christmas? Which is, I, I know that song is about a good cause. But yeah, sure. Oh, my goodness. That's annoying. And then the church stops us and says, now, this is what it's, well, this is what we're really about. Okay? Don't get caught in the consumerism. But, you know, it, it's, I'll tell you, every time I go to Poland and I go to specifically like <laughs> Warsaw, and we, I take students to Warsaw, I realize the purpose of communism. The purpose of communism. Dull the mind. Exactly. Because Look when at, you. Yeah, communist architecture. Communist architecture. Concrete. They're dull, gray, concrete yep. buildings. Uh, in the town of Nova Huda, uh, which was supposed to be the model for the future communist town. They had to put trees in the town lining the streets, not because they wanted to look like Paris, like the Champs-Élysées, because there was so much smog and it was driving the people further into depression because of all the gray buildings. Everything was gray. For, yeah. Because when you get... Yeah, communism the, does, is anti-God. Yeah, I mean, when you get the mind to start yeah. thinking about stuff, it sees the glory of God. It sees the beauty of who they are as human beings. It, it, it starts to really change them. Now, if you dull the mind, if you make it drowsy, then there's no way it's going to be vigilant. What was that line you said from St. Augustine that Castle dropped the other day? Oh, so yeah, last weekend, Father Gary Castle was here in Stillwater. Who? Uh, Who's he? He's the president of Bishop Kelly High School, Perkins native. What? Uh, you know it. Uh, he... I'm I'm uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but use the line a line from Saint Augustine, and he said that God created us without our help, but God will not save us without our help. Oh, that was Saint Augustine at Hippo. Uh, Saint Augustine, yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. So that's Advent. I mean, it's it is a it is a beautiful time, and I hope for everyone listening that it is a. It is a wake-up call. It's a time. Yeah. Read the scriptures. Read. Uh, we're going to hear a lot of like Isaiah, a lot of um, a lot of Saint Luke. Uh, it's just so beautiful. So we have the first Sunday. Let's just walk through then what the next couple weeks look like. Mm-hmm. Today is the first Sunday of Advent, December second. We have. Uh, don't forget in there is the solemnity of the Immaculate Conception, 
on the eighth, <gasps> a holy day of obligation. Yeah, yeah. So you have, I know you have mass. We have mass. Yeah, we're I having a mass. I think you're having a mass Friday night. I'm having a mass. We're having a mass Friday night, and, and then Saturday two on. Mo- I'm having two on Sunday. Two on Saturday morning. Yeah. One in English, one in Spanish. Catholicfolks.com. You can uh, find the. We're having a morning mass uh, at St. John. Yeah. And then the, there's a basketball game that day against Houston. Oh, go Cougs! All right. Whoa, whoa, who? <laughs> um. So, there's the Solemnity of the Immaculate Conception, seventh and eighth. Yep. Then the second Sunday of Advent, December 9th. Mm-hmm. Then the third Sunday of Advent. Which I'm closed. December I'm going on 16th. You're going to be gone. Uh, St. John's shutting down. So if you're here in Stillwater, you can come over to St. Francis Xavier. And then, um, and then the fourth Sunday of Advent is December 23rd. Which is a Sunday. A Sunday. And then Christmas Eve, Monday the 24th, Christmas Day. Tuesday the 25th, which is the start of the Christmas season. And don't let those days catch you off guard like yeah. this Sunday's reading. Exactly. Like a trap. And then I also want to give a shout to, uh, we're having a women's retreat the weekend of the 15th and 16th. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, my good friend Colleen Duggan is coming in from Stop, the East really? Coast. She's an author. She wrote a book called Good Enough is Good Enough, Confessions. What is it called? Dang it. Confessions of an Imperfect Catholic Mom. So anyway, That's women's retreat, and it's open to every woman everywhere. Come to Stillwater, the even, 15th even and 16th. Even in Perkins Tron? Even in Perkins. What about... And Morrison. What about Agra? And Glencoe and Agra. Or Agra. You can even come from Oklahoma City. You can cross the wonderful line of demarcation. Which is the Cimarron the diocese, River. Which is the Cimarron River. The Red Dirt Riviera. So anyway, people, Advent is here. It is. Let us prepare Blessed our hearts God. to welcome our newborn king. But not yet! <laughs> All right, have a great week, everyone. God bless you. God bless. Peace.